The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey! Do you like teen dramas? Do you like teens? Do you like watching TV shows? If you do, you might like watching The OC. So give it a try, and you can listen to us in podcast form on the Bro C. We talk about flip phones. We talk about tube tops. We talk about things from the early 2000s. We talk about people smooching other people. Ooh, and great, great music. Yep. <laughs> so hey, listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud here on the Nerdist School Network. Woo! <laughs> 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 so many pages of notes. So many pages. Um, how are you guys doing today? Was that like, it's kind of a tired day today, huh? Yeah, we lost an hour. Is that, that what is it? Oh my god, guys. <laughs> One, I'm very impressed that you came here on time. <laughs> you didn't realize that happened. <laughs> that's that's so guys. Yeah. I just can't believe we're still doing that. I know. Well, there's still farmers. It's not for farmers. It's a lie. I've heard conspiracy theories. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on his, I was on your side until the conspiracy theory part. Okay, but what is the theory? Oh, God, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention, but I've heard them. I've heard the theories. <laughs> well, I think at this point, we're all entrenched. I did not know there were conspiracy theories about daylight savings. I didn't either. Oh, we have theories for everything. That's true. Us crazy people. Okay, Okay, let's think about it. Like, what... Do you think there's a conspiracy theory about potholes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you think there's a conspiracy theory about soft serve? Interesting. Soft serve versus scoop ice cream. I think so. Well, is it a conspiracy if they're just sworn enemies who have blood oaths (laughs) against each other? Is that a conspiracy or is that just, like, stuff we know? (laughs) I, I think there's probably something about the availability of soft serve. Yeah. Uh, what neighborhoods get access to soft serve okay. and which have to have scoop. Interesting. Yeah, I like think, a foster freeze. Mm-hmm. I think there's a conspiracy in general with soft serve. Soft serve. Because there's supposed to be an implication that somehow it's lighter or better for you. Yeah. Mm. It, it is, is not. not. <laughs> it's not. Especially so. in pre like Froyo days. Yes. Froyo yes. is its own conspiracy that we it, could talk Fro- about. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, endless conspiracy of Froyo. Uh, those scales they use at Froyo places, they're bullshit. They're bullshit. They're total bullshit. What? Yeah. They're thumbing the scales? That's my conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no proof. I will say, though, Froyo Life's exploding boba we liked. Did we? We did. You liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly has a better memory than me. We both liked it oh you know why i don't remember because i was having a nervous breakdown because their wi-fi didn't work yeah their wi-fi did I was not just work. tried to send an email that I we had know. spent like four hours writing and we had to end up like oh yeah and we couldn't airdrop it <laughs> because <laughs> you have to be on the internet to airdrop oh my god it was a nightmare it was a bit but you know what here we are here we We're are alive. we made it through i um, remember this exploding boba oh do you I, think there's a conspiracy theory about exploding boba probably i'm yeah. sure Anything- it's like newfangled boba Versus old old school boba. Well, yeah. what's the? How does it explode? It's just like um, there's like big boba ish shaped things, mm-hmm. but they're not even really boba. It's just like uh, an outer piece, and then inside has like it's like a gusher. It's like a gusher. Mm. It's like a thin shell, thin cased gusher. Yeah, that's perfectly round. I remember it clearly now. She remembers now. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask her for her authority on it, she'll remember. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a teaching moment. I 100% there. Like, you sit down in the fourth table from the door and then you eat green exploding boba. Was that when Angeline came in? Yes. Yes. Okay, she remembers now. Oh, I do. <laughs> Every time I see Angeline, I remember. Sometimes even just the times I've passed her in traffic. You remember. Or I think like, what if someone else is driving a car? Because she's getting older. Sometimes there is a man that drives her car for her and she yeah. sits. We all get older. Yeah. And we do. It's good she has someone, though. It is good that she has someone. It one. is good. And you can still enter to win a ride in her car. Very cool. At uh, Meltdown Comics. If you come, yeah. you can win a love spell. It's like Angeline's love spell. And then you get to ride in her car. Is she a witch? Unknown. Okay. <laughs> I thought her deal was just that she was like an outsized Hollywood personality. I thought that was her whole deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, and she used to be Don Knotts kept woman. Oh, I didn't know that. I feel like I heard it on a podcast. I think it was. Is it a conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> I think if I say it, it becomes a conspiracy theory because I don't know the truth. But yeah, that's the rumor. I guess, oh, that she, that's where she started. But then she used to have that billboard. Did you yes. remember that billboard? Yes. Do you remember that billboard? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was just a big billboard with her name and her, and I think her car in the background because mm-hmm. how could you not put her car in? Her it? car is always involved. Um, and it just said Angeline. Mm. That's it. Yeah. The, no. Because there's no movie. She's a brand. <laughs> there's, she, yeah, yeah, it was just her. Yeah. She wasn't selling anything but the idea of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is when I see her catching people taking pictures of her car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then going uh, and getting that $10 fee. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She's, She's a businesswoman. She asserts She's herself. Bus- yeah. Well, I mean, that car doesn't keep itself up. Also, remember we saw it had a little boo-boo on the back. Yeah, it did have a little thing. She got in a little fender bender. Um, but nothing lasts forever. And we're all marching towards death. <laughs> Colin's crying. <laughs> Colin's very upset. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of How I'm Healthy. I am one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm the second co-host, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, a. Uh, fantastic special guest today uh he's doing a little dance he what is this now six six pete yeah that's crazy seven pete are we counting the lost step oh god sorry colin <laughs> <laughs> uh sure yeah okay, so like eight pete, seven pete. <laughs> he's an old fave I was going to say an old friend. <laughs> I changed. Hello, old friend. <laughs> Makes me sound like a Labrador retriever. <laughs> like Kenny Rogers is going to write a song yeah. about me. <laughs> Colin J. Morris is here. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks, guys. How are we doing? Oh, great. I mean, yeah. now that we're all in here. Yeah, all of us lost an hour of sleep last night. Some of us consciously. Some of us knew, some of us didn't. <laughs> you know what the thing was? I knew earlier, yeah. like, earlier, yeah. that it was coming, and then just forgot, and I was like, man, like, I remember I set my alarm, and then I was like, I, I am so tired. Yeah. That's why. Well, my bedside clock is not satellite connected, mm. so... I checked, I checked my, I fixed my phone mm-hmm. or I, whatever. I set my alarm on my phone. But when I woke up and I rolled over, it was an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only like um, non Wi Fi satellite clock I own, I took the batteries out of because the ticking was too loud. <laughs> yeah. I don't like ticking. I don't like ticking either. I know. And I love the clock. 
But, yeah. So yeah. now it's just like a wall piece, but it's always set at the same time. What no. do you think of grandfather clocks? I oh. love them. I, Would you have one in a two-bedroom apartment? <laughs> no, that's Asking decadent. That's, no, that's decadent. like I guess I'm, I'm really talking about the noise. Because oh. like in a mansion, sure, yeah. fine. Have that on the east yeah. wing. Mm-hmm. Sleep right. on the west wing. Even in like a a nice Cape Cod. Fine. Oh, great. In a Victorian. Spooky oh, Victorian. Oh, my God. you got to oh, do it dream. in a Victorian. Mm-hmm. But sure. in like a condo. Mm. <laughs> no, you need to be able to get away from it. Yeah. yeah. You want it there when you're walking past. Or... So you can be like, oh, look at how rich I am. <laughs> then like you don't want it when you're trying to sleep. Well, yeah. you want it while you're sipping tea so that yeah. four o'clock will come around mm. and then you can ring the bell so that the servant will come mm-hmm. and clear sure. the yeah. tea stuff. Or if you mm-hmm. keep it next to your baby grand, you can kind of use it as a metronome. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's really pretty. I, here's, I think I come up with a rule in my mind. What? You cannot have a grandfather clock if you have neighbors who will hear that grandfather clock. Yeah. So, like, if mm. you live in an apartment, a condo, a house of houses are very close together. Yeah, you don't uh, like get bungalows, a, yeah. uh, a du- duplex. Yes. You cannot. But you you got a big house. Do what you want, man. Yeah, yeah. You have the whole penthouse. Mm. Live it. Up. Put it on the ceiling. Um, yeah, <laughs> people can't hear it from below. <laughs> it's saying, "Oh, I was picturing it just like plaster, but I love the idea of it hanging like vertically." <laughs> like, it's so you dangerous. Could swing it like a heavy bag. <laughs> uh, if I had one of those, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I would still just use it to like dry T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Just hang just laundry hang, on just my along the ledge of it. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um. My grandfather had a grandfather clock. Whoa. And, yeah, and he had a pretty big house, but it used to bug me at, at night if I couldn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. The hourly thing. So it's how loud much. is it just like, it's like, dung, yeah. dung. And it's not, there's no s- amplifier. It's just the sound of the mechanism. Oh, so it just yeah. is. So you can't turn it down. Yeah. It just is what it is. Why? I, don't I mean, know. He, he was he, into like old. He liked that kind of stuff. No, yeah. I mean, I could see myself loving having that. Yeah, especially if my room were far away from it. Yeah, I think it's nice. It's nice when you're just like spending an afternoon. Sure. And you're like, oh, listen, it's two p.m. Mm-hmm. Sure, but like other than that, yeah. I love. I mean, I like those, and I love uh, church bells on the yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear like a church bell, I. Just imagine a time when you only had to know what time it was once On every the, hour. Yeah. Oh God, how sweet was that? Yeah, I used my college had a couple. Yeah, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Me like, too. Be like, oh, it's mm-hmm. three p.m. There yeah. was a church across the street from my high school, and I had gym in the morning, and we would run the track mm-hmm. outside, and the church bells would be going all morning. It was just like kind of lovely. Yeah. yeah, you know what's not lovely? Have you guys heard? There is, I don't know if it's a school or what, but at like 7 a.m. or maybe 7.30, either, it's like, I think it's somewhere in the like Los Feliz Silver Lake neighborhood, some place plays like, (laughs) And I'm just like, what the fuck? They do the whole thing. Do you think it's a, you think it's a person? <laughs> oh my God. If it's a live bugler, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, like the discipline to get up every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then gets out on a little like hill and yeah. plays it. 
I think, I suspect it is a school. Right, but it still could be a person. It could be a person at a school. Like, it's the most honored job you can have at Los Feliz Silver Lake Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> they rotate. Instead of student of the month, it's like bugler of the yes. month. <laughs> you you the study bugler. all year to learn that song. Oh, you gotta go fast. You have to be really fast. It's a long song. Yeah, I had to sit through it mm-hmm. this morning. Every, everyone had to sit through it. <laughs> um, you had to sit through it forever. Yeah, I tried to get there with my <laughs> dead grandfather, and we didn't make it. But funeral logistics, <laughs> that's how we start mm-hmm. this ep. Yeah, and Buffy's, like, when she's walking around in that coffin room, she is, like, <laughs> she is, like, stalking around, like, she, I don't know, she's facing them with the same wariness as, like, when we see her walking around in, like, a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, a really, and because it's the scene that we open on it's like an interesting um contrast to like normal openings of the show yeah well and she's definitely like in slayer mode like i'm gonna take Mm -hmm. care of this i'm gonna look to giles for help but this is like my thing and poor dawn is there and just (laughs) completely ignored Mm -hmm. like it's awful yeah and when buffy's like i shouldn't have even brought you like like that like a, maybe true, but Dawn doesn't need to hear that. Dawn is Dawn, also 14 years old. That's true. Like, I keep forgetting she's 14. She's not 10. Like, yeah, she should be there. Mm. And maybe she should have a say in how this goes. Mm. I mean, it's not like Buffy's, it's not like it's Buffy's money. It's not like Buffy has a job. Yeah. Like, it, they're both dependents who are in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I think Buffy's so dismissive of Dawn in these early scenes. Yeah. Well, because she is totally treating it like it's a slayer thing. And is like, and she's doing the same, like when we've seen her get in fights with her friends where she's like, you guys don't, like, you guys can't really help. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do, get hurt? And so she's like treating Dawn with that same, like, you're just something that's going to get in the way. I need to right. like complete this thing. And for Dawn, I mean, her mom died. She wants to be part of that. Sad. Well, and even the idea that the thing about the memorial, like Buffy couldn't hold on aside and have that conversation just with her. She has it yeah. across the kitchen t- mm-hmm. dining room table with everyone else there. Like, I don't know. There's Buffy's like not honoring Dawn's relationship with Joyce. No, because she's looking at it with such a wide lens. Like she's just like, oh, well, we're like all family. And it's like, well, yes, but mm-hmm. Joyce was your and Dawn's mom. But you also have to keep in mind that Dawn's only been there like six months. <laughs> She'll get okay, but, over it. <laughs> but not to her mind. Right. From Dawn's perspective, she's experienced all of this. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, and we continue the tradition of dads are horrible on this show. Dads are horrible, and man. Buffy's dad won't even answer calls. He's in Spain somewhere. I like to think he's been like hostiled or oh, taken. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so you the know? Whole, we cut to and he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back and she's like, I guess he's just too good for us. <laughs> um, I was like, am I emotional? Because this episode made me cry a lot. So, yes. So I, <laughs> You didn't cry at this episode? Um, I cried at the very end. I cried at the very end a lot. Um. I think I'm going through something emotional or something. 
Because I cried so much at the scene with the sisters. Yeah, the scene with the sisters is a, mm-hmm. it's a very, it's a powerful mm-hmm. scene. It was great, especially after such a Dawn-heavy episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Michelle Trachtenberg, and you know, she's fine. Yeah. But then at the very end, you get to see uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar just like turn it on and, you know. Yeah. It was like, good. Awesome. And, and it is such a satisfying experience as a viewer to see, because this whole time, she you can see that she is just like, Maybe it's because I relate to this kind of personality yeah. a lot where it's like, okay, um, I should just like do these things and like keep doing busy because if I stop for a second, then mm-hmm. it's going to – I'm afraid that I will be lost. Yeah. And it is very satisfying to see her break down at the end and mm-hmm. like be vulnerable with her sister. Mm-hmm. Yes. The mm-hmm. thing that Dawn needed from the beginning, yeah. she gets at the end. Um, um, I have questions about the attire at the funeral. Like the actual service. The actual service. Yeah. The burial. The burial. The bur- burial. Okay, because I have another funeral-related attire question, but we can get to it after yours. <laughs> um, I'm just – I actually wanted to know the, like, significance – I have a theory about okay. it. Okay. The significance of Buffy not wearing black. Because mm-hmm. everyone else is wearing black except yeah. Tara, which uh, she's wearing a red leather yeah, jacket. Yeah, a little carbon San Diego. Yeah, she's wearing a carbon San Diego jacket. Um, which she was cold. <laughs> she's like, I don't have anything else. This is in the car. <laughs> the inside is like lined with like little uh, animal faces. It's actually willows. It's willows. Yeah. Um, but Buffy is wearing just like a neutral yeah. tan and mm-hmm. like sand colored outfit. And I'm wondering if that's, like, to signify her, like, unwillingness to, like, actually be in her grief yes. and, like, just be neutral. Um, so I don't know. Is, I, do you I think, think so. I think it's also supposed to be, like, visually so that she stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true that she doesn't, she doesn't, like, conform to the ideas of what we expect from someone mm-hmm. at a mm-hmm. funeral. I mean, the fact that she literally... And I know her friends know her, so they give her space. That she literally stands there until night by herself. Yeah. Like, not one of them drove by and was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, I can't can't imagine if I'm at my friend's mom's funeral and everyone's leaving and she's just like, I'm going to stay. And all of us just leave her standing alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I would would drive around the block. Yeah, I might sit in the car. Mm -hmm. But, like, she stays there till nighttime. Yeah. Like, she doesn't let down that, like, military, like, that stiffness until Angel shows up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she knew he would come. Did she? Yeah. 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 I think that's why she, she waited. Yeah. And maybe that's why they're like, oh, I think that Angel's going to come. Okay, we should just <laughs> I don't think she knew he was going to. I think, okay, she. I think she knew in her heart. But I don't think she was standing there being like, mm-hmm. Angel better show up soon. I hope <laughs> the sun goes down. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think it was subconscious that she was, like, it wasn't something she was actively like, all right, five minutes till sundown. <laughs> like, uh, but I, I, oh, go ahead. No, no. I think in that situation, uh, you better come. Angel yeah. had to be there. I think she, I think she knew. I think she was standing there. Doesn't she waiting. call him? I can't remember because we're watching these out of Willow order. Willow called him. Yeah. Willow calls him. I think Willow always delivers. Oh, right. Or Oz occasionally. Yes, or Oz. (laughs) We switch it up sometimes. Um, But yeah, I think, yes, he had to come. Yeah, he had to. And he gave her a respite from that thing that she was, he let her like chill for a second. 
Mm-hmm. I ship them so hard. I. <laughs> it's just it's the only, that's exactly what I don't remember what I wrote exactly, but when they were like sitting in the cemetery uh-huh. together, I was like, how can you? How is there any other Buffy ship? Yeah, it doesn't I, make any sense to me. That's it. Yeah. Well, so it's here's Buffy the thing. Angel. I I will say that um, for my own like sinful reasons, I like Spuffy. But um, we'll get into that. I can't today. roll my eyes harder. <laughs> his eyes every, are poking out of his face every time you say that. <laughs> but I was like, this is the OTP. Like, yeah. When, like, them both being adults and being, like, we know that we can't be, like, that fucking kills me. Like, them mm. knowing that they cannot be together. I mean, honestly, even their, like, no-look handhold. Uh, I almost, that's why I kept writing, am I okay? Because I was like, yeah. <laughs> that I did, like, that got me. It's made me cry before. Yeah. It just did it when I watched it this time. But it, that part, because it's so, because it's her reaching out for someone. Yeah. Which she has refused to do yeah. this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. He's the only one that she will be vulnerable with and only one that she's ever really been vulnerable with. And it turned out terribly, as we saw. But, you know, um, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I was like, they they are like the OTP, like of this show. Like, it's just how, like, they are. And and I think this is one of the reasons that it's so easy to dismiss Riley. Yeah. Because, like, because, like. He couldn't offer that to her. She wouldn't have asked for it. Yeah. There's no way that they could have had that moment. Right. Yeah. Like the only person in her life that could have given her that is Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It, it was kind of fine jumping ahead to the next yeah. episode, but uh, when she's sort of complaining about all the things going wrong oh, in her life Riley. and yeah. Riley comes up, I'm like, dude, no Get one over cares. It. <laughs> Riley no one who? cares. <laughs> exactly. You saw Angel yesterday. Yeah, and you guys remembered how you love each other forever, and like, yeah. you can't be together right now. But like, come on. And that's what, like, that's what I would have loved if she, instead of saying like Riley left because I was too closed off, which we already knew, if she was like the only person I feel comfortable like letting my guard down with is someone that I know I can't be with. What mm-hmm. does that say about me? Mm-hmm. Then like, I mean, maybe that'd be a little too meta. But yeah, well, like, it's also weird. And I think it's because I don't think I've ever watched Angel and Buffy together like this. Mm-hmm. It's also weird because in my mind, I'm like, you just slept with Darla. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Like he's coming. So he also has had this like, this weird, not weird, but he's had this whole thing mm-hmm. that is over. And now he's back with someone that he can be, he can lean against a tree with and mm-hmm. not feel guilty and not be tormented and not, like it's so, they're both unable to have function to be that comfortable with other people, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Um, that's true. So he is good. in a very dark place himself, yeah. And then, yeah, being there, sort of doing his boyfriendly duties. I don't know. There's like this sense of relief in it. For yeah, him, maybe. yeah. Because like, they're just, both so comfortable. Like they're both yeah, so. Uh, it's so like they're. Yes, this rewatch, and I think even my last rewatch, like mm-hmm. their relationship was the most heartbreaking to me. Because, yeah. like, all the other ones have always seemed one-sided, which is true. But, like, this one is, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of other things that, and they didn't make me cry, but I thought it was very sweet. The pillow talk between Anya and Xander. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That like, was sweet. It was just really, like, when she's like, life could come out of our love and smushing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that's really, like, I don't know. I thought it was yeah. really sweet. And of course, Xander ruins it by being dumb. Well, he's Xander. Man, Yeah. <laughs> He's the Zan man. 
He's got that floppy hair going. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. his hair. I I hope he's okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, it's, uh, it's like it feels like real life hair. Like yeah. I've known dudes who grew their hair out too long, and that's what yes. happens. If it, if your hair doesn't have a certain level of body, yeah. If you let it grow too long, it just lays on your head. Yeah. Okay. That's why I went girls this use last curling year, guys. Yeah. Um, you what? I went through this last year. <laughs> it's just a thing guys do. Yeah. But every decade or so, you're mm-hmm. going to try to grow your hair out, mm-hmm. and either you stick with it and it works out, because there's at least a year and a half of awkward stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the evolution of awkward hair stages is complex, and you either make it or you give up on it. And yeah. And I think yeah. eventually uh, Xander gives up on it. I think the acceptance in recent years of the man bun Mm-hmm. which I don't even like that phrase, but of like putting your hair up mm-hmm. has made some of that awkwardness. Yeah. Because you can hide better. it. Well, yeah. Right. And the way yeah. that girls have been doing. Yep. I mean, my whole life. Yeah. That's what I do on a bad to hair day. Yeah. Throw that shit Just up. Throw it up. Yeah. Um, and I, also I, I feel for Xander and his like awkward hair moment because right now I am trying to grow out my bangs. I think they look great. Well, thanks, but it is the worst length. And right when I get out of the shower, they're like, like right on the side. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I... Can't wait until they are longer. I can grow longer, so I can put it behind my ear. Yes, that's driving me fucking nuts. Your hair goes fast, though. Yes, it does grow. It'll fast. happen. It'll happen. I just have to keep trying and just like, believe eat some fucking biotin and like yeah, be grow. careful. <laughs> um, wait, why? It can make you sick. Oh, if you have too much, yeah, you don't want to like OD on biotin. Um, so like that's why prenatal vitamins might be too much for a non. Oh right! I take these. You know, hum. I've been talked. Yeah. They have ones that are like hair and nails. Okay, I'm just saying. Maybe I'll if you like, it on them. Well, no, you should take them, but don't be like, oh, if I take four, that's going to be four times oh, as no, good no, no. as taking one. I'm always too scared of taking too much. Okay. Uh, supplements. Okay. Well, and for our listeners, just just be aware. You're not going to like croak, yeah. but you'll have. If they're not good for you. Oh, okay. Good to know. Follow the label. Uh, we have prenatal vitamins. If you're not pregnant, don't take them. Well, it used to be that if you wanted biotin, that was the way to mm-hmm. get it, like back in the day. But now drug companies know they can sell you biotin separate. Yeah. So just buy the separate stuff. Yeah. You don't need all that prenatal stuff. You yeah. ain't natal. <laughs> you ain't natal. <laughs> um, what was your funeral attire question? What did they put on Joyce's poor feet? I'm trying to remember. They are the worst and ugliest little loafers. <laughs> She's clomp, clomp, clomping out of the oh, grave. Right. They are so oh, ugly. And she's wearing a wow. long skirt. I'm yeah. like, okay, do you remember when she went on that hot date yeah. which she chose to wear? She did not choose to wear mom skirts and clompy, ugly no, loafers. Those were like some kind of mule. Like, oh, what It was bad. It? it was just, I mean, if that was just like Joyce coming home from a day at the art gallery, I'd be like, fine. The shit she, a bad day. She slept <laughs> in. She did like savings. She didn't realize. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. But like, this is her eternal resting outfit. Yeah. No, I... I mean, I, I'm a big fan of putting people in their favorite clothes. Yeah. Well, because that's what they would want. Yeah. But it, yeah. I I don't think we've ever seen Joyce wear something that fucking dowdy. Yep. Alive. So why put her in that? Where did they even find that? I don't even know. I think she would have met her in like slacks. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. was, whatever. It's cruel to say, but can't you kind of imagine Buffy going through and wanting to keep the good stuff? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. You're right. Buffy's never going to wear those shoes. No. Dress. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, I think no. Buffy, too, had, like, some ideas about Joyce. Like, mm. like, I feel like Buffy would pick the outfit that had her happiest memory with Joyce. Yeah. Because she's such a selfish person. 
Okay, so maybe it was like right after she. I'm trying to like it's like a post-pregnancy outfit where she's like wearing just like looser clothes and she's more yeah. comfortable. It's like when you're really young. <clears throat> um, this episode has, and we've seen a little of it before, but has the biggest I think Willow being completely out of control and making a horrible mistake and having no consequences for it. Yeah, and also like ev- we get, we get hints of it even when both Willow and Tara are talking to Don. Yes. When, Willow's so into it. Yeah. Just behind that little veil of her being concerned, she's like, ooh, but I wonder if I could do this. Yeah. And her being like, um, well, we don't know because the spells might backfire. And and so let's have it backfire on Dawn instead of backfiring me. Like, it's, yeah. if, if Willow believes that it's a good idea to bring Joyce back, then Willow should do it. But yeah. she, that's not what she does. She puts Dawn in danger. Mm-hmm. When even Tara interrupts her and is like, that's not the point. Like, we don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, girl, slip or slow. Yep. We're mm-hmm. down it. Mm-hmm. And she goes about it all wrong. I I thought, I had the thought when she, uh, like, gleams the book yeah. off the shelf for Dawn to find. First of all, I had a lot of problems with them going and getting breakfast. Tara, go get breakfast, yeah. go yeah, to class. Uh, Willow, take a goddamn personal day. Yeah. All right. Dawn obviously is not connecting with her sister who she needs to be with. She doesn't need to be alone in a fucking dorm yeah. room the yeah. day after her mom's funeral. S- hang out. Yeah. Hang out. And if you want to read witchy shit, if Dawn needs to learn this stuff, which fine. Willow uh, wants to bring people in. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like evangelical with her yeah, witchiness. Yeah, she is. Um, be there. And read aloud from the yeah. history of witches and, yeah. like, talk it out. Give context. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like, don't, like, give this very dangerous uh, book just to a troubled teen. Yeah. Yeah. Because if there was a dialogue there. Yes. I mean, unfortunately, we know that Willow probably wouldn't handle that dialogue well anyway because she is yeah. so, like, well, what if? Yeah. Yeah. Tara and maybe should have stayed as Tara, well. <laughs> Tara probably should have stayed and Willow should have gone. Because yeah. we've seen that Tara does have a connection with Dawn. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can we talk about Tara and Dawn? How many times does Tara have to hear Dawn say, you guys can't imagine what I feel, when Tara mm-hmm. lost her mom a couple years ago? Like, mm-hmm. Dawn, shut your... You. I know. She's like, you don't know how I feel. And I... Every time... She says it like four times to Tara. And I'm like, well, Tara and Willow. But like, I'm like, no. But yeah. Tara... Yeah. I mean, you don't have to bond over it. Like, every... Every time someone loses a parent, it's a unique experience. I'm not saying you've been through the exact same thing, but to throw that in Tara's face every time, I know. it's like, no, you're, she does know. Yeah. And I think Tara, every time I was like, Tara's a better woman than me, because I would have been like, actually, I do. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, but my mom died slowly of cancer. Would you like to hear what it was like to clean up her puke? Is yeah. that what you'd like to hear from me, Donnie? Yeah. yeah. But no, she's a nice person. Yeah. She's nice. And she just doesn't she's say anything. Like, <laughs> she's not like us. Mm-hmm. They could have had, yeah, they could have had a really great sit down. I, yeah. Everyone could have learned a lot from Tara. <laughs> Honestly, she's so in the corner. Pay- yeah, no one's paying any attention to the only person who could give like context and meaning yeah. to any of this. Yes. Oh, man. Um, I will say everyone looks amazing. They're, mm-hmm. Everyone's like season five is like hair and makeup yeah. on point. Everyone looks fabulous. Sometimes I wonder about it too, though. Like, are we just getting closer to now? Um, I and think so. Like our mm. taste in what hair should look like and makeup should mm. look up is just closer to what we do now. So then we're like, oh, it's pretty. Because like maybe silky hair. Yeah, that wasn't always in. No, it was big. 
yeah. big before that. I always the example that I always think about with that is um uh Julia Louis Dreyfus and mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. As the seasons go on, I become so much more attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And it's just because her Fucking hairdo was stupid as hell. And yeah. the big long oh, dresses. Yeah, the, yeah like, zoot suit. Yeah, exactly. Dresses. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's absolutely just a style thing. I think um, um and also like the lighting is better. Like they have a better yeah. budget, so like their lighting and it looks better. Like mm. even when we were seeing Angel sitting with Buffy at mm-hmm. the cemetery, still you can see the difference in budget between yeah. that show and Angel. Because yeah. it's like, damn, he looks a thousand times better than he does on yeah. Angel. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, the star of Angel. Like, he looked good. Yeah. I was yeah. like, ooh. And she's like, does forever work for you? And I'm like, yeah, let it work. Let's just end <laughs> both shows right now. Just Seriously. be together. <laughs> How can we, like, I need, I know it's fiction, but I just need to fix that situation. Fanfic. I can't. I think that's your solution. I, I'm I satisfied. I mean, yeah. I know we can't, no spoilers. Okay. But I feel satisfied with how that ends on the show. Yeah. Me too. We'll talk about it in we'll talk six about months. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure there if I'm sure if you go to fanfiction.net, mm-hmm. you can find stories that replay this episode with more Bangel for your buck. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. I thought about not saying it. <laughs> Colin didn't like it, but I did. It's okay. I like not it. everybody's going to like it. It was a 50 percenter. Um, I will say that in that moment, we do get to see the results of making out with lip gloss because his lips are uh, shiny up yeah. in the So funny. Do you remember? Like lip gloss, stack tacky lip gloss was a problem. Yeah. Because it was like even for yourself, you'd close yeah. your mouth and you have to really try to open that mouth. Again. It looks like Elmer's. Yeah. It's just yeah. painted. You know when you water it down a little yeah. bit so yes. you can do a paper mache or something? Yep. Yep. It's like that. You're just slathering on some yep. fucking paper mache without the paper. But it looked shiny. It looked real shiny. It looks so shiny. Yeah. It's a facade. I don't buy it. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, my God. Ben murders a troll. Or tries to and fails. Yeah, I was How like, do you yeah. fail at murdering a troll? Cut he off its failed. fucking head. He failed that whole conversation. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, an innocent. I, I mean, it could be anything. It didn't mean it was a person. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. Ben. I don't I don't like you enough to care about anything you do. <laughs> it, like, it's hurting me to laugh at this. This is so bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I am completely on Jinx's side through that yeah. entire interaction. He's the more interesting character. He uh He's like funnier. Plays, yeah. How is yeah. a fucking bridge troll more charming? Than you, like you, Ben is like he's such a dud. He's so like, in the age of just they're just pumping out these handsome gentlemen mm-hmm. in the show now, and they even, fucking suck. He's not even that handsome. No, he's not. He's fine. He he's would like be a, handsome in real life. Yeah, like yeah. If you if saw him of, at yeah. a hospital, you'd be like, oh, "That's a sexy yeah. doctor." Yeah. If he yeah. was one of our friends, then you'd yeah. be one of our best looking friends. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on TV. Yeah. I just, like, yeah, when he, how could he slip like that? That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy because he's been sharing a body with Glory for, it's not like he, this just happened last week. Yeah. This has been his whole life and he doesn't know how to be cool. Yeah. And he's playing it like he wants to date Buffy for no, just, yeah, just coincidentally. Or is he trying to protect Dawn? And also, like. I think he's just trying to protect Dawn because they had that nice little moment 
Yeah. Well, he asked Buffy out like he's trying to date her. Mm. That was, and, and that's but another, it's hard to know because he's not like you can't see layers in his performance. No, you can't at all. And like, okay, if he does want to date Buffy just to date Buffy, I know that we've been privy to a lot more things happening in Buffy's life um, th- than he has. But like, to me, I'm just like, you've got to be joking. Like, how, what makes you think you can fit into Buffy's life right now? Like, your moment has passed. Like, the moment you met, that was your moment. Mm. And then ever since then, you've not mattered. Because there's like the key. There's like yeah. seeing Angel again. Her mom died. Like all of this stuff. And yeah. he thinks he can compete with any of that? Nope. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't that. know. That's the problem. He doesn't know. As, uh, when you want to ask someone out, you don't really know them. That's yeah. part of that's part of dating. This is like the most like realistic, normal, uh, normalized, like early relationship. Because yeah. there isn't all of the backstory and like the height drama and stuff like that. He's just like, oh, that's like a really good looking girl. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask her out. I kind of blew Except- it six months ago when her mom was in the hospital, but <laughs> yeah, she's still around. I, I think I'll. So he knows she's the Slayer, right? No. Oh, really? Oh no, he no, does. He does. Jinx, because Jinx uh, mentions it, and he's unfazed. Yeah, Dawn tells her tells him. Mm. Don's like my sister's a slayer. I'm the key. <laughs> like, oh, it's right. like, Don, slow down. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He has as loose of lips as like a 14 year old. But yeah. he's like uh, not an innocent. I mean, I don't mean a person. Ah, I want to stab you in the tummy, but not really do anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you stab someone in the tummy and don't kill them. He should have just like stab, up. pull up. Everyone knows. Everyone this. knows. Go down. Go down. In the neck, in the chest. Like, there are so many ways you could stab someone and kill them. In the femoral artery. There you go. Though I probably would. That would be, like, my fourth choice with the troll. Ew, Open their yeah. thighs. And, ew, like, ew, ew. I don't want to go in there. You got to pull, like, roll the You got to roll up, up their robe. <laughs> right, you're right. Got him. Yeah, just, he could all just go up. Or stab five times. Done. Yeah. Boom, boom, Stab boom, boom, five boom. times. I think especially for Ben, it would be more of, like, a, a panic slaying, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. like. Multiple stab That'd be wounds great. all yeah. over. So he's Jinx just... would be covered in defensive wounds. <laughs> it would like be horrible. Yeah. I just, like, the fact that Ben stabs him once in the tummy and then just walks away. Yeah. Like, was so, God, I hate Ben. I don't hate him, but he is not good at he's... anything he tries to do. <laughs> yeah. He's a net negative for me, for sure. Well, he's connected to Glory. Oh, so that's that a makes big, him... big negative. Oh, I like Glory. Oh, yeah, I love Glory. I, think... I meant, I meant that makes him like trouble to Buffy. Mm. I oh, love yeah. Glory. So I like, thought yeah. you meant that it just lowers Glory's stock a little bit. Maybe oh. she's tied to this like shitty moppy hair. Oh my anchor. god! How about Jinx trying to come up with nice things to say? That was to her so funny. Beautiful. <laughs> oh my god! At one point, one of the other lackeys says, "Thou." it. <laughs> 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 Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I do. I fucking love her. I love her performance. Mm-hmm. And actually, maybe the fact that she's tied to such a dud, like, makes her more, like, sympathetic. That yeah. She, like, she just wants to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would watch a show that's just Glory and, like, her minions. Mm-hmm. Um, if, like, you know, DreamWorks made an animated movie about mm-hmm. it, I would <laughs> definitely check that out. It would be fun. I also would want to see, like, what. Like her origin, like mm-hmm. why did she get kicked out of that place? Yeah, From yeah. What I know they're never super specific, right? About 
why she's here. She's a little underwritten, mm-hmm. uh, very well performed, but not like the most thought out big bad. When she pulls out her hair, mm-hmm. oh, it is so like, oh my God. It's so upsetting. Ugh. And then she hugs Jinxie with it in her hand. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, sick. Well, yeah, she's I, so impulsive. She's so her. impulsive. It's also not really clear why she steals human en- essences. Yeah, I to mean, be it, stronger. It makes to her keep not her crazy. So it's yeah. like they're antipsychotic meds, basically. But like that makes no sense. Because does would, she come from a land where there are humans or there are no humans? I think it's a happy coincidence. Like she takes the sanity from humans to make herself more sane. But is she driven crazy by being on Earth? I think. That's I think. Or she already. Yeah. I think she's. So, but, that, but that makes no. So, yeah. like, is it the oxygen in the air that also happens to be in the? Like, there's no like logic to. Yeah. Being is on it, Earth makes her crazy. Sucking humans' air makes her less crazy. They're, they never explain why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could just be like a culture shock thing. It doesn't explain away mm-hmm. how putting fingers and <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, uh, putting fingers in someone's head, you know fixes it but yeah it could she comes from a hell dimension and she yeah. was the ruler of a hell dimension so being on earth being in a human form you know even though she has like super strength and other powers and stuff like that it may just be like incompatible her psyche her soul mm-hmm, whatever yeah. it is that makes her her in a human body the pieces could just not fit right and so maybe sucking like the humanity or the sane uh the sanity out of an actual human, like, is just like a temporary relief because mm-hmm. it does seem yeah, like she's like taking temporary. an Advil or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think it must just be if they had just explained it a little bit better. I think it's somewhere in there though, where it's like she's you the reality that she knows is unknowable to us because we don't really they don't explain it at all. But it's just she's a ruler of a hell dimension, but even was a little bit too wild for that hell dimension. Mm-hmm. And then is brought to here and is tethered in this body. And yeah, I guess that like, makes her crazy. Does she have an unlimited source of humans there? And that's what keeps her. No, I think, I don't she, think she's crazy. I, I don't think there. she's crazy there. But we have no evidence of that at all. No, this Except is just that she's been kicked out. So yeah. that actually doesn't lead us to think she was super sane there. No, I think she was. Like, power that's hungry. what I'm saying. It's she, underwritten. Like that's yeah. what we're like. Yeah, we have no reason to think she wasn't crazy there. No, we just no. that she wasn't trapped in a human body and had like unlimited. She had. Mm-hmm. It was her domain. Well, it was a hell dimension. So maybe there were beings that she could. Take their sanity, I guess. Maybe other little jinxies. Oh, but she never she sucks can't, them. She can't get the yeah. sanity out of them. Right. Or vampires. Mm-hmm. So not demons. Just, right. Because she can't get it from. But I don't yeah, think she so needed it. Be... Like, so she may have been like crazy and wild and like, you know, uh, they decided that she wasn't good for the hell dimension. <laughs> um, but uh, it may not have like vexed her the way it does. Yeah. I guess we don't have a before. Right. right. So and all of us are just making up a before. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. So, like, there's no wrong answer of what the before was because we don't mm-hmm. know what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish, um, I wonder, and maybe this is betraying my ignorance about the comic book universes mm-hmm. of uh, Buffy and Angel, but do we ever see anything, do either of you guys know, about her before at all or anything more about Glory? I don't Not think as far so. as I got. I didn't make it very far through that. But no. um, I did you hear about that or something? No, I'm just yeah. Wondering. I don't. I mean, I don't think. Given how season five ends, I don't know that there's more to Glory and Buffy's story. 
No, yeah. And it wouldn't be a Buffy story then. It would just yeah, be like a tangential. A one-off or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of a glory one-off. That yeah. would be cool. I feel like that's, I would want to, I would read that. Then they do uh, dip into that sort of thing in the comic book. Just like, you know, an old big bad mm-hmm. will like pop in for mm-hmm. a moment and be defeated. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't see any glory. Yeah. Mm. Either way, I do love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I liked all the Dawn and Spike stuff in this episode. Me too. They are a good team. Yeah. They are. Um, so backtracking a little bit. Yeah. Spike with his uh bouquet mm-hmm. coming to Joyce. I just where to get it? Oh. It's not <laughs> it, He probably it's... took it off of a grave. Okay. That's what I feel like. Or he they looked like wildflowers. I think he picked it. Because it That's, was also oh, yeah, tied was like together time. with like a, a step. I okay. think he picked them. That's what I was hoping it was because ding, ding. Spike out picking flowers yeah. in a field At in night. his duster. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, he may have picked them from some gardens too. Oh, I think yeah. it's on highly his likely. Way, on his yeah. way there. Yeah. And yeah. he just like pulled a loose string from yeah. something and mm. tied it. Yeah. It was funny how Willow was so touched that there wasn't a card, but it was like, what was he was walking up to the door. Yeah. So he was going to deliver them. Yeah, he wasn't. It's not like they caught him leaving them on the right porch. and then walking away. Yeah, because like, he all he did was tell them I wasn't planning on going in. Yeah, which they he had can't had to anyway. Believe. Yeah, he literally can't he go can't in. He can't go in. And when he's like, "I wasn't going to give them to Buffy," he can just say that to them. He could have intended to knock yeah. on the door and try mm-hmm. and give them to Buffy. But I mean, Xander's not. It's one of those things where because Xander was sort of wrong sometimes how he treated Angel. He's not wrong about how he treats Spike. Because Spike is evil. Yeah. yeah. The thing they're all doing wrong is not killing Spike. That was really interesting to me when, um, and this is kind of jumping to the next episode, yeah. when Buffy says, what did you guys do with Spike? I hope it involved a dusty ending. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, we just dropped him off at the crypt. I was like, that's your window, Xander. Yeah. You've been wanting to kill Spike for so long. For, like your entire existence, you yeah. wanted to kill Spike. You didn't even know you wanted to kill him when you were a child, right? And so that was run back out and kill him. He has as a soon chip. As... He's not. Yeah, he has a chip. Ugh. I think that, and this is an interesting thing because it's like he does know. I mean, he has proven he's loyal, which is again, this is jumping. Okay. He's loyal, but he's a creep. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a total he's, creep. So, like, he's... Because I'm saying he's not, like, a complete loose end, but he is someone that technically could... He holds the knowledge that Dawn is the key. I think creating the yeah. Buffy bot put people in danger. Ew, yeah. And it's super not gross. Just, it's, like, not just the, like, gross, not just, like, having sex with it, but, like, taking it... I mean, I know he didn't need to take it out. Yeah. But, like, by creating that, he put both Buffy and everyone in danger. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because they can't depend on that thing like they can depend on Buffy. And right, it looks... and that thing could do something weird, could say something, could yeah. like, because that thing had a lot of information. Mm-hmm. So like he, it's, I guess it's not necessarily disloyal, but it's not like putting the needs of the group above his own needs, which he right. does at the very, I mean, that's. Sure. Yeah, but we will as... get to the the, nobil- the small nobilities of Spike, but he is loyal, but he doesn't, he is not selfless. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think his selfishness gets, kind of muddies up his loyalty at times, mm-hmm. which is a problematic because he is evil. So his selfishness yeah. is pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But think about this. 
as upset as Buffy gets with him over Buffybot and all of that, she never gets the information that he's the one that takes Dawn to Doc and takes her into a lair with a three-headed dragon demon. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know. Teaches her... Gives her access to zombie shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, and also, yeah, Willow's never implicated in any of that either. Mm. Buffy would have a fucking fit. Yeah. And the, the thing is, I think Buffy would be more mad at Willow than at Spike because at that point, this is all before uh, he proves his loyalty yeah. to her. He's like, or she, she's like thinking that Spike is predictably bad. Whereas, like, Willow is supposed to be, like, one of them and is mm-hmm. supposed to be taking care yeah. of Dawn and really isn't. Yeah. I fucking hated when she pulled the book out. It's And it was sneaky behind Tara. Like, that, yeah. I did not like that either. Yeah. It was very sneaky. And then Tara busts her. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. That, yeah, during that scene when Willow's trying to, like, play it off and being a terrible liar, just, she's, um... Tara just deserves better. I love yeah. Willow, but Willow is a shitty girlfriend. Yeah. I think it, it might be because she's been hurt in the past, yeah. so she thinks she kind of gets a pass on treating people like that, but I don't know. She is on a she's on a bad bad trajectory for sure. Tara was very much like ignored by most people before Willow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like Willow paid attention to her and gave her something that no one else had given her mm-hmm. in her life. So, uh, yes, there are ways in which Willow is a bad girlfriend, but also Willow offers something to Tara that no one else offers to her. Mm. Yeah. I just, to me, the honesty thing really drives me nuts that she's, that Willow is, like, hiding something so, like, this is not to give anything away, but, like, this could be a tip of the iceberg situation where it's like if you're hiding this from me like what else would you hide Mm -hmm. i don't know i know i'm like harping on the like they just need to all sit down and talk to dawn thing but they do Mm -hmm. um giles could be talking to her instead of drinking whiskey and listening to cream but i mean no that's a yeah he had to that's a good night at home he had to (laughs) oh i have to tell you so my mom had seen the picture from Band Candy and got like mm-hmm. all excited. So then I told her what episode it was. So then she started watching it and she had to pause it halfway through to call me. She's like, I'm so confused. And I was like, what's up? And she's like, why is Angel so squirrely and upset? And I was like, I had to explain to her entire season two. Oh, I had to explain to her. She's like, why are they broken up? I don't get it. Oh. She's like, does Scott exist? And I was like, Scott, I forgot he exists. Who's Scott? That guy she dates for like two da- days. And she oh tells Angel God. about it, and then he's like, you're too much for me. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. Scott. Oh, my God. He's like, I need a normal... Wait, what does he say to her? Or maybe he calls her too boring? I don't remember. I just remember he dumps her in the hallway. Well, I think he was like, um, because it was too much, right? Going to the morgy thing. No, that was the other guy. Whoa. <laughs> Who's Scott? Scott. Wait, yeah. Oh! Wait. Scott Hope. Because remember, Faith, Hope, and Trick. He's Scott Hope. He's from that episode Faith Open Trick where Faith yeah. is, we meet Mr. Trick and Faith. Yeah. And he's Scott Hope. And she goes on like two dates with him. And then um and she tells Angel about it. And so then he thinks she has a boyfriend for like several episodes. Uh 
Oh, and then I have to, okay, so the, my mom and I talk, and I try to explain to her that Angel turned evil, and then Buffy had to kill him, but then it was really Angel and not the bad Angel yeah. that she killed. And I was like, okay, okay, I think I got it. And she got off the phone, and she was like, oh, I'm going to finish the up. And then this is what she texted, then she texted me, what is with Willow and Xander? Was that just the band candy, or is something starting there? I thought they were childhood buddies. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, mom, you can't just drop in. You got to go back. <gasps> oh, Scott Hope. Okay. Scott Hope. I, in my mind, he was Parker. He's not Parker. He's not Parker. Oh. He's the one that starts kind of talking to, he's, he's like, like sort of talking to Faith, but they're just talking. They're just talking. And Buffy's Buffy like, gets, mm. yeah. And he really likes Buffy. Like she keeps blowing him off, but then he keeps showing up being cute. Uh-huh. And then I, I think, oh, it's homecoming. He like tells her he's gonna ask her. To, he like asks her to home. He unasks her to homecoming. That's right. Which, yeah, that's a dick move. Just yeah. go to homecoming with the person you don't want to go with. Half the people there are unha- unhappy anyway. Yeah, just deal with it. Just dance around. Yeah, dance with other people. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, that was a long story, but it just really that text really. I mean, we got me. to. Remember I didn't Scott. respond to it because I was just like, you just just live in it, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, okay. Are we? Oh, we do. We want to talk about the emotional climax of the app. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, really good. It is really good. Who's going to take care of us? Who's going to take care of us? And I mean, you see Buffy like completely revert to that. Like she, she's like, don't ever do something like this. Never bring someone back. Yeah. But the second that door knocks, mm-hmm. she's the she one wants. running to the yeah. door. Yeah. That was so sad when you see the shot from the outside yeah. and you see her face when she's looking out and it's like, mm. yeah. it's a That's a crazy swing going from like Buffy's anger and mm-hmm. like being upset and yeah. then like them having that moment of truth and then Buffy breaking down and reverting yeah. to like her childhood and then Dawn saving Buffy for yeah. once. Yeah. That was so great. She realizes like it all, it all hits her yep. mm-hmm. when... I think if she was alone in the house, she would have gone and opened that door and dealt with the repercussions of her actions. But to see the risk of putting her sister through that, like mm-hmm. that made her realize it was a terrible idea. And Dawn like actually steps up and does something right. Ugh, yeah. It was good, man. Yeah. And like uh, I thought Michelle Trackenberg did a good job in the, in the part where she's comforting Buffy. That specific voice, it just reminds me of like um, – there have been times where, because usually with the dynamic with me and my sister is I'm the older one, she's the younger one. And it's like, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm like the more like take charge one and she is the calmer one. And um, I will often, not that I'm like taking care of her, but it is like, I'm like, I'm going to take care of everything kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but it like reminded me of like times where like the roles were reversed mm-hmm. for a second. And there is that like, almost like, panic in her voice where yeah. she's like it's gonna be okay it's all right like i've heard my sister say in that voice to me like it's okay mm-hmm. yeah or like kelly like she i could hear that it was very effective for me mm-hmm. i was like ah oh, poor denise yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's a, from dawn's perspective i mean that's a pretty like scary thing to have to give care to your caregiver mm-hmm. um like that sort of role reversal is tough in real life yeah and, mm-hmm. yeah she pulls it off I'm not a Dawn fan as a character. Mm-hmm. As Michelle Trachtenberg, I'm not a big fan of hers either. But uh, yeah, there's like there's a few moments where she like comes through, and this was one of them. I was very happy with her. Also, like 
that when she's like doing the spell, that was like kind of spooky. Like mm-hmm. that, like mm-hmm. Osiris spell, and it was like with the blood. Like I was like, "Damn, girl, you're doing some like creepy shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love Doc though. Uh, Doc is great. He's great. Honestly, so it was good. and it was fun to see a creature again. Yeah. Like all of that, so I was like, "Oh, we haven't seen a creature in mm-hmm. ages." And yeah. he's one of those good. Like uh, the show gets more and more into it, and Angel does it yeah. a ton. But it's like the normalized like society of creatures. Yes. And he was a really good example yeah, of that. Yeah. I love it. Like him and Clem and some yeah, of the others. Totally. You know? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um I do yeah. I like the I like Dawn. I would watch a Sunnydale Nights episode that's all about Dawn's adventures that Buffy doesn't know about. Yeah. What kind of stuff is she getting into? I would not. Colin <laughs> wouldn't watch it, but I would watch uh, it. Just the Dawn episode <laughs> was hard enough for me. <laughs> I think they're writing her better than they were. I think she's I think that she, because she's not, like, in the dynamics, has a good perspective on them. Mm. And she's still a child. Like, things that the other ones, I don't cut them slack for, I think I can cut her more slack. Cause she's like the kid. other Scoobies? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have a Dawn problem. Especially mm. now that she's not being written like she's 10 mm-hmm. in a 14-year-old body. <laughs> that was annoying me. Um. I guess I just get annoyed with her in the way that I would get annoyed with a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. When, like, I'd rather spend time with the adults in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Oh, it's the next episode that this happens. Yeah, so let's get on into um, it. When, um, I really liked that, uh, just the entire, like, Buffy and, uh, oh, wait. What are we talking what about? What is it? Oh, right. It is intervention. Okay. Um. I was getting confused about which episode was which. Because uh, I forgot that the Buffy bot doesn't appear until the second episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really liked the inter- like the interactions between Buffy and Giles mm-hmm. now that they're much more like peers. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and there's no, there's no way for Giles to pretend that she's not an adult at this point. Totally. You know, mm-hmm. there's the illusion of her like yeah, and that stage of her life is just completely gone now. Yeah. Because she is the she's the woman of the house, yep. like, literally at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. And I loved that, like, when she was presenting him with this problem of feeling, like, disconnected, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, solve this for me. But it was, right. like, how can we, like, brainstorm to, like, figure out. Because mm-hmm. it was just her talking to him. Right. Which I really liked. I like seeing her at that, like, low energy level. Mm-hmm. Just talking to Giles. Well, and kind of having like a clear-eyed view of what's happening mm-hmm. instead of like like when Riley first left and she was crying all the time <laughs> about like love and all this shit. It's like, no, this is not about love. Mm-hmm. Like this is about your fear that you're incapable of love because you've cut off a part of yourself, mm-hmm. which she couldn't see then because she was all wrapped up in her shit. But <laughs> no, that's what feelings do. No, it's do. totally yeah. true. Yeah. Um, that's why it's funny. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's just having feelings or something. And mm-hmm. then now she can say it and she can... And I liked that, yeah, she had that distance from the thing. Mm-hmm. That the show even gave her a, a breath. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a breath that was given because her mom died. Yeah. Um. Though, yeah, like you guys said, when she mentions Riley, it's like, no, Riley was like a symptom. He was not. Yeah. yeah. Riley's not the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the thing about that 
that kind of bugs me is no one really addresses the fact that it's okay to just date someone you're not in love with and yeah. have it not work out. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. And it's the show treating it that yeah. way. It's not even Buffy treating it that way and being mistaken. It's like every relationship she has has to be this grand like love. And it's not the case. Yeah. She's only ever loved one vampire. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Angel. Yeah. There's no other ship. I will not accept it. <laughs> oh. You're going to be disappointed about the next few seasons. (laughs) Also, though, like, I think you're totally right. Like, because when things ended with Riley, Uh like, remember how Xander was, like, talking to someone else? I forgot who. But he's like, is Buffy just, like, doomed in love? And it was like, she had, like, two boyfriends that didn't work out. Like, Mm -hmm. wait, and we shouldn't even call Parker a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, oh you're, you're, you're saying Scott? Angel didn't work out? Yeah. But they're going to be together forever. They're OTP. Oh, right, 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 right. They're endgame. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. In the, in the short run, she had two boyfriends. It really doesn't out. count in my mind. I just realized that. It's I didn't so know until you that said you that. You literally were like, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> like, because Angel is like her soulmate. Yeah. Um, um, okay, yeah. Was, but even yes, though I was like, no, damn, like. Especially because, uh, Xander, you've had one relationship that didn't work out. Yeah. Because you've only dated one person before yeah. your current girlfriend. Mm. I, I mean, it's partly it's a TV thing, right? Because you have a cast of characters mm-hmm. and you get them dating each other. And once they're dating each other, you can't really have them break up and get new girlfriends because then you'd have more people on contract. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the cast. you yeah. got to stick with it. So relationships last way longer than they need to. People are way more serious about their high school girlfriends <laughs> than they need to be. Yeah. And with this show, too, I mean... Because it's such an insular group of friends, you can't yeah. really have people like casually dating. No. Like if this were nowadays, they would not be on Tinder. Like wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, yeah, could, yeah. they couldn't. Cause they like couldn't. then what? You have like Xander coming back and being like, Oh, I just went on this like Tinder date. Like I mean Right. Like, like wait, so but our show that well, right, we'll have them all they're all on Tinder. They're all on Tinder. They're they're all on Tinder. It's <laughs> just about their Tinder dates. <laughs> they fight demons like off screen. And they're like, let's talk about our Tinder dates. <laughs> Well, and like even, yeah, it it is ridiculous how all of the relationships get elevated. They're so elevated, mm-hmm. though, and then or forgotten, like Parker, Oz. Scott. Oh yeah, like what? <laughs> we literally forgot. Okay, Scott. I will never forget Scott. <laughs> no, I, I will forgo- never no, forget. I Scott. For- forgot until my mom said the name, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, and it's okay that Willow doesn't talk about her ex-boyfriend Oz, but like he was in the crew. Yeah. He was, he was a part of the cast. Mm-hmm. And now he's just gone and we don't talk about him. Now he's gone. Yeah. But I mean, he left. I think everybody, I think everybody knows that talking to Willow about Oz wouldn't yield any positive re- results. Sure. Right. Right. Cause she, there, she didn't really get the closure that she wanted from that and yeah, he did leave her yeah and he left okay town. she left. was already falling in love with tara when he left he came back for yeah. her and she was gone yeah she was he un- left one touchable then he came back remember he was talking about to bed a bunch mm-hmm. oh my god and yeah and he was like wearing like prayer beads and, like, okay so yeah. he came back for her and she was already falling in love with someone else that being so said though he did he left all of his shit in his room when no, that first, first time. Yeah, that was horrible. <sighs> Whatever. It was like, <laughs> it was the dingo house. <laughs> Man, what are they going to do with that stuff? 
<laughs> he had to go. Us. He had such a legitimate reason. He for... killed someone. He killed yeah. someone. He yeah. was a, a complete danger yeah. to everyone it's around true. him. And it's his true. wolf side was making him betray like the essence of his human personality. Yeah. Yeah. He would never have cheated on Willow without that wolfy shit. Mm-hmm. He never would have. And then, yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to... I think... I could do an Ozcast. I think he's he's but, right that he should leave. And he totally is warranted. I'm just saying it doesn't mean that it didn't hurt Willow. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And so, yeah, like for people to be like, remember when <laughs> Oz was here before he left? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess you're right. And you don't really. if Because that does happen in friend groups. Yeah. Where there's a part, person who's in the group and then a breakup happens and then that person, half that couple is gone yeah Mm -hmm. and they're just gone you don't you're not like remember when so-and-so was like hanging out yeah to the person (laughs) (laughs) do you remember when you were in that relationship we had so much fun it was like so much more fun (laughs) we went to disneyland it was like magical it was like a double date but now we can't do that anymore (laughs) (laughs) and we talked about like what if we had a double wedding wouldn't that have been so fun Mm, guess we'll just keep that for the dreams (laughs) or like maybe maybe your next girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that's true we shouldn't talk about cordelia or us i take it back um okay can we can we start to talk about buffy bot or yeah let's talk about do we have to kind of because this is the buffy bot up (laughs) um i'd wear that skirt the skirt's really cute there's they have them on amazon for pretty cheap the accordion ones yeah i love that I'll, i'll look at it um, and different lengths. So if you want like more of a midi, there's like oh, a knee length, a midi, great. and a floor length. Great. I mean, um, I wouldn't wear those tights that she's wearing. I mean, the outfit, because here's the thing. <laughs> it is kind of funny, the things that he programmed her to say. Because they're yeah. all things he wanted her to yeah. say. And they're mm-hmm. so dorky. They're yeah. really fucking lame. Like, none of it is even sexy. No. I mean, I guess the sex is sexy. But like the, the like, all, everything she says is so dweeby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably my favorite part related to Buffy Bot, because I find it so gross, mm-hmm. is Spike's post-sex hair. Did you see? I wrote that I, <laughs> I said I hate his hair. It's like, it's so, it's all so, straight up. So she, she just like, <laughs> she just got her, got her fingers spread wide and just really. Oh my God. Rough. It's so bad. It's like each piece is individually yeah, up yeah, in well, a different way. Oh God. It looks so horrible. It looks like he is in some 41. It's <laughs> Honestly, if after sex I looked at a guy and he had that hair, I'd be like, "We can't like this." Well, like you can look like this. Excuse yourself <laughs> yeah. to the bathroom, Go please. Thanks. You wouldn't. I would laugh. I would laugh. I would, I would laugh. be like, "Look at your hair. You look crazy." <laughs> yeah, get out my phone. <laughs> I'd take a picture. I'd be like, look. Do you see what you look like? The Buffy bot had that sort of capability. Oh, that she would be, be great. Yeah, She'd be so funny. Uh, but yeah, but his post sex hair was. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to do with his product. I think. I th- yes, it's too much product. It's too much product. It's too textured. Yeah, his actual hair is textured. He yeah, and then he puts in wax, gel, other things, mm-hmm. combs it, combs it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, it's a pretty despicable. 
what did she say? Disgusting and obscene. Gr- uh, gross and obscene. Yeah. Or disgusting and obscene. I know she uses the word obscene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is true. It is. Because it is. Um, I was kind of laughing with also disgust in my belly when mm-hmm. um, they run into uh, Anya, Xander and Anya and Xander and she keeps trying to hold his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did think that was kind of funny. Yeah. But it was also upsetting. Well, Sarah Michelle Gellar's performance as Buffy about it is great. So funny. Yeah. She's it's, so funny. Yeah. It's really funny. And then even her performance at the end where she's Buffy pretending to be Buffy Bot. Like, you can tell that she's Buffy yeah. pretending to be Buffy Bot. She's Sarah so Michelle good. Gellar is yeah. great. And even it's written really well for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just gross. Mm. It's disgusting. I mean, I know we've talked about this uh, on the podcast before. Oh, this might be the last episode. But uh, <laughs> we've established that vampires just uh, ejaculate sawdust. Which yeah, thank, they must. Thank God for that, yeah. because otherwise BuffyBot would be a stinky, yeah, ranky gross. mess walking I'm wondering, around. You can't just toss BuffyBot in the dishwasher. Yeah, do you think that she has some I kind of self-cleaning mechanism? No, I was thinking about that. Not, I was like, is she gross? She's disgusting. I'm wondering if she has, like, you can, like, push a specific button. Well, because Warren built his for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and think, she wasn't walking around town and everyone being grossed out by her. Right. I so, think Warren, uh, maybe at night, powers down, opens up some compartments, and, gets and does, like, washer. routine I wonder if, or there's, I don't think Spike is doing that. No, I think it might be a self-cleaning mechanism. I think there's a self-cleaning situation. You know what I think it is? It's like, um... And that she's programmed to do it herself. Like a vacuum Last bag. Night. Like, I think she oh, changes. She has, change, like, a vacuum bag. You gotta bag. change the compartment. Yeah, so maybe she, like, drinks, out. like, Drano. And then just spreads her legs and it comes out. Yeah, but I think it's... <laughs> yeah. Because it's a straight line. She doesn't need a digestive system. Right, That's totally. True, yeah. It's just a tube. It's just a tube. She doesn't... Oh, though she probably has a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a tube that separates into two, like, yeah. spaces. Yeah, oh, that's right, because that has to get flushed as well. Yeah, so she just drinks the Drano, and then yeah. both little holes open but at the bottom. She, but I think out. she, like acquires the stuff the yeah. Drano she does it herself in the bathroom she cleans up behind like I don't think Spike has to do anything okay because I'm sure if that's you have thing. an android slave this is what you you don't you don't want to do the upkeep no like she doesn't he doesn't brush her hair that's almost creepy he might if, if <laughs> he brushed if, her if, hair it doesn't no if he does like for me it's creepy there's like a serial killer aspect to it where if he's like like painstakingly cleaning her or like doing her hair mm-hmm. or like doing her nails like that reminds me of like the falling fall the fall the fall the fall yes that's very gross but i don't know it's also gross the closer he's pretending that she's the real person yeah. that he knows mm-hmm. like if she were just a doll like i'm less grossed out by people who just have real dolls or like mm-hmm. when real dolls eventually are like androids mm-hmm. whenever that happens like that's less gross to me than modeling after a real person in your life that you yeah. talk to, yeah. that you interact with, like it's so disrespectful to her. Like that's yeah, yeah, it's horrifying. I think we have talked about this on the on the podcast where it's like the closer it gets to a real person, the grosser it is. Yes. Yeah, but like if it's just a like flashlight that looks like a human, yeah, okay, but make it talk, make it like be able make to make the flashlight talk, like yeah. the little lips just move. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you ready for six? <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it does. Like the it's sort of almost uncanny valley, but not really. Where it's just like, yeah. ugh, why do you want? 
Ugh. I mean, Spike obviously has some emotional problems. Yes. Um, I mean, we learn a lot more about that when we see his origin story later. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, he's got and evil. Yeah, yeah he's and evil, evil and he has emotional problems. And he also has this idea in his head that if he loves someone, he should be able to possess them. Mm-hmm. Like there's this, there's definitely an objectification with Buffy. Mm-hmm. And so he's yeah. literally created an object yeah. that he can own. And if you look at his past relationships, I mean, Drew kind of aside, they had uh, they had more of a complex um, dynamic. But oh wait, have we had Harmony yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so you look at Harmony. Yeah, he's very he's possessive, and like that's exactly what you were saying. Like he when he wants something out of a relationship, he just takes it and he gets what he needs and that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he even, when Buffy comes to him at the end and he's like all battered and beat up and stuff, I don't know that he has any remorse for like his Buffy bot. I think he's like, I knew, like in his head, I feel like he's like, I knew you wouldn't understand so you can never understand, but I don't think he feels bad. Well, I think he knows that she's grossed out by him. Mm -hmm. And that probably doesn't make him feel good. Right. Right. But he doesn't feel ashamed just for himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he had it built and then he played with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's bummed that he lost Buffy points, but not about his actions. And also, it's really interesting how that outfit that he has her wearing is not something we would see Buffy ever wear. No, that's him going shopping for Buffy clothes yeah. and just not I mean, getting it. She doesn't wear skirts that much. No. That and leather wanted... jacket with the flowers on the yeah. little And then the, the pink awful. shirt with the sparkly flowers here and then the yeah. pink skirt. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah. We've it... never seen Buffy wear something like that. No. Right. And when Buffy, real Buffy, is pretending to be the Buffy bot, her outfit is so much more what the Buffy bot yeah. should mm-hmm. have been wearing. It's like, yeah. ah, that's like if Buffy wanted to be like cute and pink yeah. and yeah. like... Do like dress, uh, you know, younger, whatever mm-hmm. uh, Spike's obsession is. <laughs> that's how Buffy would do it. It's like subtle. It's yeah, uh, tasteful. I think it totally reads as like his, because that's like something like a child would pick out for someone to wear, and mm-hmm. it shows his like emotional stunt, stuntedness, because mm-hmm. he is so fucking immature about emotions. Yeah, and makes no effort to really track them in himself mm-hmm. no i mean it's like what i want mm-hmm. it's desire he's id yeah <laughs> um i wanted to say i i liked the really like low-key but funny just like really dry interactions in the desert between uh-huh. buffy and giles when he's doing the gourd thing yeah so cute and he's he like jumps in and out and then she just goes and that's what it's all about yeah mm-hmm. that was i loved that i liked a lot of the desert stuff i love the desert stuff um Love is pain, mm-hmm. and strength is forged from pain. Mm-hmm. That's where she gets her strength. Yeah. Poor yeah. Buffy. I'm a big fan of the first Slayer. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. her. And then death is her gift. Yep. I actually kind of like, because that's like so fucking scary to hear. Yeah. But I liked her reaction when she comes back in and she's like, I don't know, I guess death is my gift. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, Buffy. That was really good. I could just imagine her like thinking about it the whole ride home and just being like, what? Because they're like driving yeah, all the way right. from the desert. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I made a I made a little note. How nice is it that this like sacred pilgrimage is, you know, 
hour and a half yeah. drive from Sunnydale. Perfect. It's just like perfect. Just get on the way towards mm-hmm. Vegas and just like yeah. don't go yeah. all the way. And it's so crazy because I think it's the exact same place where that dream episode from season four is. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um yeah. when Giles is just like, oh, it's not far. I'm like, great. Of course yeah. it isn't. <laughs> great. You guys could do it in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um French interventions are I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. Never a good idea. No. I wanted I really wanted to get your guys' take on this. Like okay. uh real life experience, uh good friend has an SO that you don't approve of. How do you handle that? Like don't approve of it in what way? Like they're obnoxious? They're obnoxious, you think they're a bad influence, whatever it may be. Okay. Well, I think there's there's that's the difference. They're they hit her? That's different than the SO is just someone I don't like. Yeah. Or is this person like uh, an addict? Is this person um, uh, like stealing from this person? Is this person being physically, emotionally abusive? Or is it just like, I think this person is a And you're kind of like more of a jerk when you're around this person. Yeah, I, w- I was uh, thinking less uh, consequential okay. Uh, okay. scenario. But I mean, if you put it to Spike... Yeah, Spike he's, could he's be... real trouble. Yeah. He's real troubles, but I don't think it's ever like a great idea to have an entire group of friends target one friend. That's that makes that person immediately be like, defense is up. I right. don't want to listen to what you have to say. Unless you're gonna do like the full on intervention thing and be like, here's your ticket to rehab right now. Mm-hmm. Because there's nowhere else for that conversation to go. Yeah. yeah. You don't get to like downgrade into like talking about sports. Like, yeah. Once you've like made that yeah. happen. Because it is, like, they should be defensive. Mm-hmm. A group of people is attacking them. People mm-hmm. they trust and love are attacking yeah. them. I mean, but, but it I is in the Scooby that, way. But I thought the, I thought the Scoobies were uh, a little more tactful than they usually are about things like They're that. They're usually, yeah. I thought I, Willow was great. Yeah. Willow was the most understanding she has ever been in her life. <laughs> um, Especially because, like, that Buffy bot was saying some, like, kooky shit. Yeah. And she was just yeah. like, you're going there a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> she did put Dawn in horrible danger last she week. She did, so she's not, feeling... No one, no one knows. <laughs> That's right. She's like, I don't want to push my luck. I should just be nicer. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if I had a Tara in my friend group, that person would be that emissary for all information. Yeah. Just send Tara to talk to him. Wow. Because Tara Tara's like is a, really good at talking to people. She's good at yeah. talking to people. She's a non-judgmental listener. She's like, she's, yeah. That's she asks the right questions. That's a lot of responsibility for a Poor friend Tara. who does not get any attention otherwise. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is putting a lot of burden on her without giving her anything. <laughs> well, she gets to know all the secrets. She does. That's. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like secrets. I mean, I would take that job. Yeah, exactly, which is why we wouldn't send you in. That's why we need That's why we need Tara. We need somebody who doesn't deal in secrets. I feel like if it Wait, was I here, don't deal. Whoa. <laughs> that was a really harsh thing to say. I do not deal in secrets. I do like knowing them. I just feel like you, <laughs> if it were you or me, we'd be like, that's so hard, but like, tell me. like, <laughs> No, you go, you go, oh, gosh. You know, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want <laughs> silence, yeah. silence, silence, mm, silence. And then just wait for them to be like, it's okay, actually. I should talk about it. Yeah, sometimes I'll change the subject on purpose just to be like, oh, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. <laughs> like, you just dropped like a semi bomb, but I'm just going to like see if you want to come back to the bomb. Yeah. Don't poke at it because yeah. it might explode on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, here's the thing. If 
Spike is evil, like an actual monster. But mm. like in the real world, there aren't actual monsters. So yeah. if you had a friend who was dating someone that they had said they despised, someone who acted would be act like a jerk sometimes, who was like selfish and seemed to like be an id. Mm-hmm. I think you have to let your friend make a mistake. Yeah. I I'm very like for relationship stuff, mostly because just in experience, most people, if you tell them like, what's going on with why are you dating this person? Mm-hmm. They're immediately going to throw like a thousand reasons your way and they don't want to talk about it. Like they want to make that mistake or whatever, make that decision. Um, I think I would maybe like, you know, over drinks or whatever, just be like, what happened? I thought you hated him. Sure. But not like, oh, that's kind of weird that you're like, like not mm. in a judgmental way. Right. Yeah. In a way that where you get some dirt. Where I get some goss. And then they can easily just be like, that this is it done. And then yeah. we move on. But I, I definitely, I totally agree with Ryan where it's like, if you grab like all the Scoobies and you're all just like doing this friend intervention, it seems kind of like, it seems like they're all ganging up on mm-hmm. you. And like, that really sucks. Like, if if Buffy is going through something where she is sleeping with Spike, mm-hmm. she already feels isolated and separated from these friends to where she has to turn to Spike to have those friends then say, like, all together, yeah, hey, all of us think that you are fucking up. I don't know. And and they've seen how that gets them, too. Because they in the past, they've been like, you're being kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she will She'd... rock it back with, like, yeah. well, you're going to fucking die without me. So <laughs> Yeah. Or she'll be like, hey, guess what? I'm leaving town. Yeah. And then goes and runs away to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that that's one of the difficult – that's, like, one of life's difficulties is your friends dating duds. people you don't like. Mm-hmm. Well, duds are easier, right? Because you can invite a dud to a party and they're not going to ruin the party. Yeah. Because you can ignore them. Mm -hmm. But obnoxious people or like, okay, what's my least favorite thing in a friend's significant other? I think is uptight, judgmental, and complainy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that, like negative. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell someone your girlfriend's too negative. Yeah. You just kind of have to like (laughs) deal deal with it. Or not invite them out. Yeah. Or not, you know, not make plans with them. Mm -hmm. Which sucks because you want to see your friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like there's only so much. You, I don't know. I don't think you can. T- I don't think you can do it. Do you think you can do it? No, I've. <laughs> uh, so same same friend. My best friend mm-hmm. has uh, done it to me mid relationship <gasps> and post relationship. Why post? <laughs> um, it's done. At, just picking at scabs. Wait, um, were you like showing him your scab and he, then he picked yeah, at it? Oh, exactly. Okay. It, it was one of those. Uh, it was okay. uh, it was like a just sort of stop. Fucking moping. We all hated that chick anyway. <laughs> oh my god! What? I mean, yeah. there's a ten percent chance that would make you feel better. Oh, um, yeah. eventually it did. Okay. I was just like, oh well, you know, she doesn't get along with George, then it's not, yeah, you know, it's yeah. not worth it. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough thing, and um, kudos to George for being a, a trailblazer in those <laughs> regards. Did, how did you react to the mid relationship one? Um, so that one's tough because it actually, uh, led to me ending the relationship. Oh, wow. Yes. Did it make you see things you hadn't seen or just reaffirm things you knew were true? It was things that 
I think everybody knew was true, yeah. and uh, somebody just needed to say it. And then once it was said, it was like, well, now there's like no going back at this point yeah. because it's out there, and you know. But that was uh, that was in the long run, very good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the thing of like, as the the friend, I've had the thing where someone is saying something to you and you can like hear it. Mm-hmm. And so then you say like, I feel like you're saying like almost like a therapist, like mm-hmm. you say it back. You're like, I feel like you're saying that you're unhappy all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you're saying that every time you see him, you leave less happy than you were when you got there, mm-hmm. which is sort of the same as saying like, he makes you miserable. <laughs> yeah, But you don't do that because that's horrible. But it's like, I feel like sometimes you can, I mean, that's part of being a friend though too, mm-hmm. right? Is like listening and like reflecting, like reflecting back what you're here. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, like the way you go about it, I think is like immensely important. But behind it is your it's protection. You're trying to protect your friend. Totally. And I think that's why it's kind of unavoidable. It's gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's kind of yeah. It's weird. I've had the thing where I'm the friend, and the person is telling me, I just think I'm not friends with this person anymore. For <laughs> How could you say that? <laughs> For reasons that I think will be evident with this mm-hmm. story. This is just her her personality. And I was actually trying to protect the person she was dating because she kept saying, like, I think I'm going to break up with George. Oh, my God. It's actually her friend. Um, yeah. So she's like, I he think gets out of the jungle a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I think I'm going to break up with George. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, like oh well god like if you need anything she's like but I don't want to do it right now I want to do it after New Year's because oh. I don't want to ruin the holidays I mm-hmm. hate that and I was like there is never a good time to break up with someone if you mm-hmm. think there's an expiration date on this do it now mm-hmm. like don't string this person along um and I mean she didn't listen to me yeah she kept dating him for like a year and a half okay if we, yeah but it was like the conversation was always she'd start the conversation with Things aren't going great with George. I think I'm going to break up with him. I really need to break up with him. Mm-hmm. And then she'd give me all these reasons why. Yeah. And I'd be like, wow, that's really hard. Let me know if you need anything. And she'd be like, well, I'm not going to do it now because like finals right now. Or she's like, I'm not going to do it now yeah. because the holidays are coming up. I'm not going to do it now because of blah. God it, bless. I hope not, she's well. Yeah. It's not nice to string people along. That is, I think that's the harder conversation though too, is when your friend is the jerk. Yeah. Mm. Well, because you can't really tell them, like, you're being really awful. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. like, you're being a horrible, horrible girlfriend. Yeah. I think you can't. I mean, <laughs> I, was, I remember saying, but like, you can't say, that. you can't say, like, you need to break up with him because. Yeah. I've you cr- could say, like, it's not kind what you're doing or, mm-hmm. like, what you're doing is really, that's really tough or, like. Yeah. Well, what I would do was, like, take her out of the equation when I would say uh, it. So I'd be, like, well, to continue to string him along would be really unfair to him. Mm. Rather yeah. than saying like you are being really unfair, it's like yeah, the for other sure. Way. What if you have a friend who's like, um, you wit? It's not a conversation. You like witness that they're horrible. That they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, like their relationship is horrible, or they're being horrible to their significant other. Uh, let's say that they're being bad to their significant other. Like, when you talk to her about it, she's like, oh, everything's great. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Things- but then you see them in and a room together and, and you're like, yeah. tense. Right. Yeah. Or just mean. Yeah. And you're like, because you- yes. I feel that too, where like you have a friend and in front, as a friend, they're like very nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then as a girlfriend, they are mean. Like, yeah. poor George. Yeah. Like, no, I, yeah. And you're like, 
it's very hard because you you can't even call them like if they were also being that to your friend you could be like whoa that was like harsh to say mm-hmm. but you can't i it's not this so isn't your friend yeah. right and that's so, not the one whose feelings I, you're supposed yeah. to be protecting. and you don't want to like create a thing and yeah. also it's like it's a weird thing too because then you remember that about that person too and mm-hmm. you're like dude you're the kind of person that would like kind of make your so feel like shit yeah like, or like maybe not like maybe in that's public. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, like I know it, I was the only one there, but like it yeah. felt public to yeah, me. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean I'm the public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. What do you do? That's you, so uncomfortable. That one. I mean, this is the coward's way out. But that one, you just ignore and you hope goes yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hope that they like find themselves in Ohio or something. Like, <laughs> no, I mean you hope they break up, right? Well, yeah. No, they break up. They find themselves in Ohio. They come mm. back. And they're like, wow, I was not nice to George. Um, <laughs> and then you hope that, like, two years later, yeah. you run into George mm. at uh, the bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. his hair and is shorter. His hair is shorter. He color. looks great. Yeah. He looks great. He like mm-hmm. he's like filled out. You can tell mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of tan. Well, he just started buying shirts. You know that <laughs> yeah, fit him. Yeah, he you know, let's not go crazy. <laughs> he shouldn't fill out, okay, but he's, he's wearing he's some dressing nicer shirts. Better. Yeah, 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 he's wearing nicer shirts. He's been and taking walks in the sun. And you're like, George, it's so good to see you. And he kind of like a shadow falls over his face because he remembers who you are and who you're friends with. And you're just like, I just, I'm so glad to see you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I mean, it took a lot of like weird, bad stuff, but I realized, you know, kind of what I wanted with my life and started going for that. Yeah. And I'd be like, George, George, that makes me so happy. That's yeah. great. I mean, That's, I'm happy too. So I'm happy. And I would not mention yeah, the name. Hellbeast. Hellbeast. <laughs> my quite honestly. My close personal friend. Yeah. <laughs> Hellbeast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is such a uh, it's, yeah so hard all of this is hard uh, but that's the cost of having friends i loved buffy's brown top when she was fighting that little t-shirt she was wearing you guys remember it mm, it just I'm was just, so I'm contrasted the gigantic turtleneck okay <laughs> she was wearing the turtleneck over so that was like a funny image too so they show like uh, some like B-roll of the desert and yeah. there's like waves of heat coming yes. up and then fucking Giles and Buffy are wearing like brown leather overcoats with turtlenecks it underneath. It gets cold at night in the desert. It does. Yeah. But the point of wearing layers in the desert is you remove them and apply them <laughs> yeah. as needed. You don't just show up with like a fucking snow outfit on. Uh, I liked all of the desert stuff. Me too. I liked mm. how Buffy too when she's like hi kitty to the yeah. like, scary cat. Like, she was so cute. And oh. she was following it. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, is that how big mountain lions are? They can get they pretty can big. Get big. I thought they were bigger. Oh, they can it be small. Like they can be cat. significantly smaller. Okay. They can be, like, uh, bobcat size. They can be just, really? like... Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you see a mountain lion that size on the trail... Mm-hmm. That's, like, what? <laughs> I That's... forget. Do you run or no, do you, you freeze? So you um, make your jacket... Big, big and mm-hmm. it'll usually back down. Okay. If you run, it will be like, oh, pray <laughs> and go out. Okay, you. don't run. Don't run. But so also, just, they're yeah. not dinosaurs. So they do see they do, you even they if have you don't move. Very good eyesight. Cats have very good eyesight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just make yourself large and then slowly walk away or throw a rock at it mm-hmm. and it will maybe retreat. Maybe. Yeah. If it's, I feel like if it, you've gotten to the point where it's like uh, stalking you, then you're just done for anyway. So yeah. I think you can yell because here's the thing someone has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Someone could call nine one one. You mm. could be saved. You yeah. know what? Um, I heard will protect you is donkeys. If you have a donkey with you, it'll protect you. Okay, I'm not taking donkeys on all my hikes. <laughs> I refuse. Going through Runyon with a donkey in tow. <laughs> I feel like this weekend Runyon was popping. Oh, of course. 
it was first like the spring. first spring, yeah. like warm weekend. Warm, the like people grass are, is yeah. green. Mm-hmm. People are like, I'm getting ready to have my beach bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like, to go run around on Runyon Canyon. Yeah, I can't do, I can't do Runyon. It's too. It's too crowded for me. It's too fancy for me. Everyone's like, uh, no one's there to enjoy a hike. Everyone's there to appear as though they're enjoying it. They want to like Insta. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your, your outfit is more expensive than it needs to be. And <laughs> it's annoying me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, compared to if it was the only thing in town, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. But we've got so many beautiful hikes. Yeah. yeah. Like, if but, you just go 30 minutes away, you yeah. can find something I mean, gorgeous. Griffith yeah. Park. Griffith is great. Yeah. yeah. There's great and Especially because you can do a lot of the really fun back ones that mm-hmm. people don't really know about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I'm uh, I'm more of a tree person than I'm a, just a, to- a sand person. Like, I am every, totally all my friends are person. like, we got to go to Joshua Tree. We have to go camping in Joshua no Tree. I'm like, well, it's fucking what ugly. <laughs> We're going. We're going. <laughs> Well, have fun. Um, but you got Big Sur. You got Big Bear. You have places mm-hmm, with trees sure. and cliffs and uh, interesting There's cliffs things. in Joshua Tree? Yeah, brown cliffs with nothing on them. <laughs> yeah. They're bear cliffs. Bear cliffs. I don't know. Um, have you been to Chantry Flat? I haven't. You should do it. It's really cool. Yeah? It's um, huge, huge, huge trees. Um and it feels like you're not in California. I would recommend mm-hmm. it if you like hiking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I, mi- I miss what hiking was back in the Midwest, yeah, I think. Yeah. Is the it's a very thing. different thing here. Where mm-hmm. is it? It's uh, in the Angeles National Forest. Uh, it's usually really crowded on weekends. I usually go during the week. Okay. Um, but it's there's this one part that's really cool. There's a whole lot of it that's really cool, but there are these like old dams that you can like climb onto the top of. Cool. And it's like covered in ivy on the ground and like tall, tall, tall trees. Nice, yeah. That and then there's nice. a part with like old cabins from like the 1800s and you walk through them which yeah. is really cool I like that's that very cool stuff. yeah it is cool um um i liked that puppy bat says guiles i loved that guiles he didn't even bother to program it <laughs> oh i think he did it on purpose <laughs> <laughs> i think that was a special note that's so funny guiles. Yeah. um i also like that the buffy bot knows how to please Anya. <laughs> Says, how is your money? Yes. Oh, that was some of the that. more interesting things that she's programmed to get along mm-hmm. with all of the Scoobies. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not just programmed to, like, know him for... Well, she's not programmed to get along with Angel. But everyone else, <laughs> like, she's programmed to get a- yeah. along with them, which... Yeah. Well, that know. might have just been a gap in Spike's nose. I don't think Spike would have been like, I want them to get along. I think just the default setting is apply information to the person yeah. that mm-hmm. it's applicable to. And then it just so happened to really make Anya super yeah. happy. It well, also happy. Like, like happier than she's ever been. She was so touched. <laughs> well, she's still getting over the fact that Giles gave away her jibe last week. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. With the poor grieving girl touched the money. I know. That was yeah. too much. Um, she but it is like also all that the Scoobies need is for Buffy to like ask about them once in a while. When was the last time Buffy has asked? About any of them. Mm-hmm. Especially Anya, I would say. Oh, I don't think totally. She's ever asked Anya, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Buffy's mean to Anya. Yeah, she's kind of mean to her. Well, she just like is disinterested. And... Yeah, I think Buffy's just waiting for that relationship to end. It, it's kind of like. <gasps> yeah. Oh. What we, it's were, like just what we were talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Buffy just but doesn't like it. What she doesn't know is Xander is serious. Yeah, he's mm. smitten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think he's like, yeah, he's in it. Uh huh. 
I mean, how well, could he, he not be? He has that great apartment, and he has like he feels like all of his life is kind of coming together. Yes, he has mm-hmm. Anya. He has a, a job that works out for him. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. likes. He has that apartment. I get it, Xander. Yeah, yeah. things are coming together a little yeah. bit for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he has a horrible home life. So, or yeah. when he was a kid, mm-hmm. so he gets to yeah. redo it here. Yeah, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up? Different episode. Okay. Just thinking of gigantic silky pajamas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which gigantic silky pajamas? Xander's gigantic silky pajamas and uh, Once More with Feeling. Oh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of zoot suits. <laughs> Just like a real drapey pajama. Yeah, very drapey. Um, Ooh, enough fabric for three. <laughs> uh, Spike is so like assimilated to like human life that he sleeps yeah. at night. I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. I was like, hmm. Oh, it is yeah. weird that she's programmed to patrol. Well, she's programmed to know what patrolling. That's the other thing is like, how much information did he give Warren? Because Warren didn't know all of this. No. So like, now Warren has a lot of Buffy information mm-hmm. and Scooby information. That, yeah. And well, I can imagine. I can imagine Spike just sort of like giving this like big romantic list, like sort of getting lost in describing yeah. Buffy, and Warren's just like. I got to get out of town. Yeah. So and just, just put like it all in. Clickety yeah. clacking away. And then like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go patrol. Yeah. Like I did like her patrolling. spinning that thing. Sarah Shagali must have practiced spinning that thing yeah. so well. She spins it so well right there. Mm-hmm. No, she's great as Buffy Bot. She's really good. Angel is lame and his hair just goes straight up. I <laughs> thought that was so funny. <laughs> um, But. Mm. Spike is kidnapped. Oh, Xander thinks he has to watch his Buffy have sex with Spike. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer for Xander. Yeah. Then, especially because she's got her little corny skirt <laughs> fanned out like a flower around <laughs> Spike's weenus. Which, that's better though, right? Yeah. Than other things that... Well, you wouldn't want to see actual penetration. <laughs> I'm sorry? Penetration. <laughs> um... Yeah, but poor Xander. Yeah. Because, yuck. Yeah, no one needs to. That'd be rough. Yeah. Uh, and then to have to talk about it. Mm. I'd be like, let's never talk about it. And, and also by just... let's, I'm talking to myself because I'm, I'm not bringing this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, But mm. Spike gets kidnapped by Glory. Henchman. Mm-hmm. Henchman. Henchman. The, uh. What are they called again? Or what's that one's name? Jinxie. Jinx. Jinx. The Jinxies. Yeah. Um, I'm and, glad Jinx made it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I like Jinx. Well, Ben can't stab for shit. <laughs> yeah, was Ben just like, eh. <laughs> ben was like, bye. And ran away. <laughs> uh, um, fucking Ben. Uh, and Spike gets like really beat up. Dude, just that part where she's like she's digging taking, around in his well, tummy. And she like skinning him. Yeah. When she says, can I peel you in one piece? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, how are you like an apple? Yikes. Dude, she is intense. I love her. Yeah, yeah. she's great. She's very good. Um, But he doesn't give up the goods. No. He does not. And then he gets rescued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that a true, like, noble motivation for Spike? I can't think of any selfish reason that he would betray Dawn. But I still have such a hard time believing that he has any kind of conscience or... Well, he loved Drew, remember? Uh-huh. So I think he can love. I think he really does love Buffy. 
I think there are problems with how he feels like she should love him back. Mm -hmm. But I think he does love her. So he feels like he will do this thing for her. He doesn't want to see her sad. Because he even says, right? He's not like, it's for Buffy. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't want to see her, like, dealing with having lost Dawn, too. Mm -hmm. Well, and also, and this is the more cynical side of me, if he did, his chances with Buffy would be zero. Right. If yeah. they're like infinitesimal now, they would go away completely. Mm-hmm. So he can't because he's, I think he still has hope that someday she will soften toward him. And I mean, she does kind of soften toward him. Yeah. I mean, oh, this I want to talk about. Okay. So at the end, she gives him a little kissy poo. Mm-hmm. I think we figured out what Buffy's love language is. Oh, what is it? I think it's acts, acts of service. service. Are you familiar with the love languages? I'm not familiar with the love okay. languages. The idea is that there's five different ways that people can show love or yeah, give like or receive. receive love. Okay. So one is words of affirmation. One is acts of service. Another is gifts. Uh, touch is one. And then quality time, like spending time together. Mm-hmm. And so like those things mean more and less to different, different people. Okay. So it's important like – the book is written it's like a self-help book so it's the idea of like if you know what your partner's love languages are you can cater to them so that they can feel loved and at the same time you can let them know what, what things yours are. What, and then they can make you feel mm-hmm. loved um but i when i was watching that because we yeah. had, had that conversation recently and then i was watching and i was like buffy's love language is act, acts of service because yeah. there's nothing he could say there's no way that he could touch her there's no gift he could give her there, like this is how he could soften her heart mm-hmm. and you're totally right and that's yeah. interesting because that's how she gives love as well yes she's yeah. like so close but it's always like but look what i've done for mm-hmm. you look yes. how i've slayed for you people and like look what i've sacrificed for yeah you. like mm-hmm. i killed angel for yeah. you yeah so yep. even though her the people in her life don't receive love that way that's the only way she knows how to give it because she's that's the only way she receives it mm-hmm. yeah it's mm. interesting do you do you feel like you know which one would be yours? Yeah, I would say uh, touch or quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about y'all? Um, acts of service and words of affirmation for me. Mm-hmm. Ryan one. agrees. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we've talked. No, about yeah, it we before. talked about this before. Um, and I would be the same, but probably reversed mm. with words one and then acts two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's weird because. I mean, all five of those things are nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're all great. <laughs> they're all great. Yeah. So I think like, it's, you need all of them, I think, but it's, yeah. It's kind of like a scale, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, you mo- it's a pie chart. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, priority. Yeah. Mostly this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I buy that. I'm, I'm interested in this theory. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting way to look at, and it can be, it doesn't, it's not always just romantic relationships. Yeah. Like, mm. um, you could look at like your relationship with your mom or like, mm-hmm. and like, what does she prioritize as her? Yeah. Like, how could how does she feel appreciated by you? Right, mm-hmm. right. And actually, that, that makes sense. I think in my family, in my childhood, it was quality time was always, like, prioritized, mm-hmm. I think, uh, over, mm-hmm. over, like, gift giving or yeah. just being generally nice to each other, saying nice <laughs> yeah. things like that. We were funny people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we said mean shit to each other a lot. Yeah. Uh, my whole family. So, uh, but if, if you're enjoying that and, you know, like spending time, yeah. then it's, uh, that was like kind of how we did it. So. Cool. Pass it along. Mm-hmm. Pass it along. 
Um, we have someone coming in at 12, and it's 11.15. Okay. Um, well, that was my last note. So yeah. I got I in all we, the things. I, I got in all my things. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. I have some new stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, just started a podcast with Sexy Tornadoes' Zane LaRue Dickinson. It's called Indie Cred. And, um, yeah, you can check that out on iTunes. What's it about? Uh, we talk to people who do indie stuff. So cool. just like, mm-hmm. yeah, creators, directors, actors. Uh, Kelly was our very first guest, Aww. as a matter of fact. It was um, super fun. Yeah. And so it's like we're going for kind of like an educational thing. We want to talk to people who create content and figure out how they do it and why they do it and sort of spread that. And then also, same day shipping is a thing. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, co-hosting a show with you guys and Yay. Patrick Ellers Yay. and it's so much fun and I love it. Yay. Shipple Dips. Yeah. <laughs> Shipple Dips. Um, great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, Our next episodes include <laughs> the episodes of the show that we are talking about. Uh, oh, our next episode uh, is going to be, so next week we're going to talk about Angel episodes Dead End and Belonging. Ooh. And then the week after that, when we get back to Hellmouthy, it's going to be Tough Love and Spiral. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hellmouthy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Nuji. You can follow Ryan on Twitter and Instagram at Mogi. And please, please, please like, rate, and subscribe. That really is the thing that helps us the most. We love doing this podcast. We love talking to you. Chat with us on social media. Stay fresh and cool. And... Don't have a friend intervention. Don't have a friend intervention. Bye.